now entering the minds of a group of individuals that some people will never understand. ELT Productions now invades your privacy with Degenerate Minds. Degenerate! I love it! That's me! From everything 90s to professional wrestling and spanning the entire media world, ELT brings you the hottest information that we think you should care about. Now leading your trip through the minds of degenerates, your hosts, White Kong and Terror Zactyl. Hello everyone and welcome to Degenerate Minds, episode 13. As always, the notorious White Kong and... That's my cue. That's your cue. Let me say it again. And the L Terror Zachdel. Uh, Zach. Zachdel. Oh, I'm sorry. I just can't read it. I know. The put my cheaters on. Yeah. I got to put my cheaters on. There we go. We're yep. getting old. Yep, to be, we're now. getting too old to be degenerates. And meh, You're never too old to be a degenerate. That's fair. So, that, feel, that feels weirdly warm in like the heart. Like, you're never too old to be a degenerate. Well, I mean, like, like look, uh-huh. there's always bums. That's true. And That's true. Transients and people like that. So why can't there just be degenerates? Vagabonds. Vagabonds. Carpetbaggers. Got the hobo bindle. Oh. I can't wait to have a hobo bindle. I just want to hear That would just be like your little own little dream, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just be like, bye, everybody. I got my bindle. I'm okay. Just need a bindle. I got a little traveling cat. What was the line from uh, that movie together. that uh, don't put it in your bindle? I don't remember. From the 48 you and Snake Charmer wrote? Oh, God, I don't remember that. I just remember there was some line of, just don't put it in your bindle. Yeah, I don't even remember that. that was, we're referencing a film we made in two days, and they uh, brought myself, the Pterodactyl, and Snake Charmer in because we're writers, and that's like that's our strong suit. And they immediately cast me as a, as a bum slash uh, woman in a man's body. Yeah. And you can open that Fago on there. Who cares? Juggalos would be happy. Drink that Fago. It's diet, though. They don't like diet. Red pop. Red pop. We can review Fago. No, we already did I think that. we did that. <laughs> That's a callback. That's not a me thirsty. That's a callback to a past episode because we think uh, long-term like that. Yeah, it's true. Fago, proud sponsor of... No, they're not. Hey. Reluctant sponsor of... No, no. What does sponsor us is Jen Special Blend. Jen Special Blend. The best personal lubricant you could ever get on the it's market true. right now. It's crazy. Crazy. I don't good. know how she does it. Let's be natural. Thanks, Triple H. And not the real one, but the other one. Our Triple H. Our Triple H. Our Triple H. Anyway, today in uh, Degenerate Minds, we're going to be ripping off animation domination. We're doing. Throwing, our- we're going to take the subjects. And we're going to throw them away because we already did botch burgers. We did. We're going to. We've already all covered the quote-unquote real animation domination. This is animation, our own domination. Animation domination. They don't even have that anymore as a promo. They don't. It's Sunday Funday, because um, Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine's on. Fair. And they're trying to carry Mulaney to the finish line this season. ELT now brings you ringside at Champions Corner to discuss all things professional wrestling. Superstars, Divas, Raw, SmackDown, and all of your favorite pay-per-views. All roads lead to Champions Corner. For our wrestling animation domination, we are going to talk about the WWE, I believe, network web-produced Slam City. Slam City. 
the finisher, has fired all of the WWE superstars. And now they have to get different jobs in Slam City. They were really banking on Alberto Del Rio still being part of the company. He's in. We we scrubbed through like five episodes. They're like seven minute, two no. minute episodes. Yeah, we we didn't do a whole lot. Like nah. you you can you probably get sit gist. down, watch the whole thing in an hour. Probably. So their whole season, Cordy Fingers season one. Yeah, they're webisodes, so they don't have to be that long. Nah. It's uh, it's interesting. We were talking about least. from a business standpoint. Oh it's, yeah, it's genius because the eminent the animation man i can't say that word today animation. is is kind of like a claymation probably cheaper animation style well, it's, um, it's not cheaper to do that it's just they look exactly like the toys so true. the direct marketing of that is just seamless yeah it's phenomenal I love and they're that. not using the voice talent of the wwe superstars which yeah. makes sense so basically money i can sell a whole new john cena product and i don't even have to have john cena be a part of it he just has to approve it he just has to go yep that's me. That's me, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, they do freeze frames. It's it's over the top on purpose. Oh, yeah. I love that. Kane works it. in a cafeteria. John Cena uh, works in an auto shop. And you can tell the script is like, okay, John Cena has You Can't See Me. How can we work that into the scene? Every every catchphrase you have, it's very much, okay, we got to say this at least once and fit it in. How are we going to do it? Every other sentence, I believe, is a catchphrase. Yeah. Damien Sandow comes in to get coffee, and he just tries to show up Alberto Del Rio. Yep. El, Alberto Del Nojabo. Um, I heard he might be coming back. They're paying him really well down in Mexico. What I heard was that him and WWE had reached some kind of agreement that, like, we don't talk about what happened, you Non-discl- don't talk about what NBA, happened, yeah. and in a couple months, we come back. I heard he might come back as a different, like, he's not going to be Alberto Del Rio, he's going to be... It's in Spanish, but it's like the boss man or the boss. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to bring him back theoretically down oh, the what is that word? a couple months as as a new character. Yeah. But basically, yeah, it's a non-disclosure agreement. We're like, we're going to both pretend this yeah. didn't happen. Gonna this guy's going to get paid because you beat the shit out of him. Yeah. You're going to shut your mouth and not say anything else about it because you want to make money. The weird thing is, like, AAA down in Mexico does pay him pretty well because he's their number one star. Oh, yeah. He left there to come here. I feel like almost anyone from WDB that leaves WDB to go to someplace else, they're immediately, like, Yeah, they're the top, top bill. tier. Yeah. Of course. Unless they're the bottom tier, like Justin Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, fair. But um, he's got some cool moves. There's no cruiserweight division. There was no hope for him. And he's Great a, Kali he is, seems like is a nice gone guy. now. Yeah. As of a couple, as When we were recording this, as of a couple days ago, he was released. He's he wasn't released. resigned. Yeah. He's old and tall, and he's probably gonna die. In That's not five surprising. Years. Yeah, re- it's not release. He's gigantism. It's he's as good as like he that. can be for what he is. Yeah, but going back to Slam City, brilliant. It's, hokey. it's it's hokey. It's brilliant marketing. They left you on a season one cliffhanger where you thought they got Vincent, Mr. McMahon yeah. out of the safe, but oh, oh spoiler alert! No, oh, spoiler alert! I'm so sorry for those avidly watching season one, um, but he's not in the safe. And uh, that yeah. lead to uh, season two. I still think Fincher is Vince McMahon. It could be. You called I don't it. Think so you called it. He used stunt doubles. I do like that. Uh, the Rock and Cena had to come in to stop the finisher. It was very Cena focused, but you could tell like, well, who else can we work in here that make? Oh, put the Rock in there. Yeah, CM Punk quit. Uh. <laughs> yep. He was yeah. the ice cream. He's an ice cream man in there, and he had a great Bugs Bunny bit that. Yeah. I think it's uh, Mark Henry. 
comes yeah. in and says, I'm looking for the ice cream. And he goes, did he look like this? <laughs> he, he had an ice cream cone in his hand, but he bit the end of the cone like it was a carrot. Ah, that's funny. And he's like, did he look like this? And Tyler, yeah, yeah. Haven't seen him. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's it's all like that. It's like Looney Tunes, really, yeah. but with wrestlers. And that's cool. It's so, it's a different kind of comedy out there right now. The only thing that watch. I go back and forth on is I know the stylistic thing is we're going to give him big arms and big hands, and that's the style we're doing for this toy line for the show. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'm like, your hands are, like, bigger than your face. Like, your your head looks so tiny. But you need scale. Yeah. It, There's, I get it. some scaling. I get it, but it is a little like, damn, that's... It's crazy. It's but, too much, guys. Too but much. it's it's stylistic. It's it's different. It's eye catching. Yeah, it's eye catching. So I get it. I get it. I didn't hate it as an adult for what it is. It's it's Am being, I exactly what it, it should be for yeah. what it is. Yeah. Am I gonna sit down and watch the whole thing? It's if you're a little kid, it's a nice little cherry on top of of the wrestling you're already watching. Yeah. As an adult, you're like, eh, it's good for a laugh or two. I'm good. You can put it on. Like I said, you can watch the whole thing in like an hour. Sure. It's, it's, an, it's an hour out of the day. Kids not bothering you for shit. Yep. Done. <laughs> Slam City. Slam. Check City. it out if you're bored. Essentially. It's now time for Back to the Nineties. All your favorite movies, music, and all the pop culture you could never forget. So I guess that's leads us to our next topic back to the 90s i'm introing it this oh, time shit. what's gonna happen what's gonna happen white con give me give me a big intro big finish big flurry do it oh there's too much pressure too much pressure just big intro big intro here we come to back back to the 90s, 90s. there's always a record scratch no that's good yeah. i like it it was very radio of you yay thank you Today in Back to the 90s, we are going to talk about one of our favorite Nicktoons, to the point where I even bought the DVD box set when it came out, because I love it. It was on Netflix briefly, not there anymore. Yeah. It's about a certain wallaby. From Australia. From Australia. Played by Carlos Salas Rocky. From Reno 911. And uh, he lives a modern life. Modern life. In O-Town. In O-Town. Uh, the show we are talking about is, of course, Rocco's Modern Life. Not Cat Dog. Not Cat Dog. At all. At all. Rocco's Modern Life is probably my favorite animated show of all time. I don't know if I'd call it my favorite, my but second, it's, it's really yeah. top there. It's really up there, though. It's my favorite for several reasons. The main one being it's short to the point. The jokes are there. Jokes are there. They're well-developed jokes. There's stuff to laugh at if you're a kid and when you watch back as an adult. Like, yeah. we've talked about this part before, I think, before, where there's two that always stick out to my mind. There's one where Rocco's finding it, trying to find a job. Yeah. And uh, he has a phone, and the line he says is, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. <laughs> and that's all you see as a kid. But if you're looking at the animatics and you um, look in the background, there's a sign in the background that says, like, be naughty, be blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, he's working for a phone sex line. Yeah. That goes right over your head as a kid, but as an adult, you're like, oh, he's doing phone sex to make money. Oh. Yeah, in um, in one of the episodes where they go on a nature hike, they're picking berries out of a tree. They end up picking the nuts off a moose, and that scene has been since probably cut from the DVDs. Oh, really? And I remember it vividly in my head because it was so damn funny. Huh. It's been cut from everything. You might be able to watch it on like a YouTube hmm. copy of a copy. Essentially, interesting. It's a pretty out there, you know. It's a joke for not children. Sure. So. 
and it's kind of a preteens, early teens show. It's not really for five year olds. Sure, they're not going to understand the concept of working for money. Right. <laughs> uh, when you get well, a little bit older, well, there's you do. that credit card episode where he overcharged. Yeah. He he wants the sad. Uh, crying clown in an iron lung. We must have talked about some of this, I think. We talked about this in Back to the 90s, the show we used to do. Some yeah. of these are familiar. I, I don't a know good show. if we actually ended up doing it for the show. Though. We might have recorded it and it might have gotten cut. Yeah. Could have been. We could go on forever. We could. But sad crown, set crying clown in an iron lung. <laughs> and there's another episode where I remember like uh, he's parking meters in his room. And they're like, yeah. electric bill. And it goes, pass due. Yeah. Water bill, pass due. Trash bill, pass due. And as a kid, you're like, oh. That's he, bad. That must be like 20 bucks he doesn't have. And as a adult, you're like, That's like fuck, 70. That's like, <laughs> that's money right there. My cable bill is $75, or internet bill is $75 a month. That's My bad. cable bill is, at its lowest, now, I have internet and cable, and I have premium channels. I think it was 120 130 at its lowest, and I think now it's closer to 150 Ooh, that's, that's rough. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Uh, Rocco. The Wallaby of the West. Yeah. Neighbors. We were also listening to a Nicktoons CD I bought back when I was a kid oh, yeah. last <laughs> night. And uh, the recycle song, R-E-C-Y-C-L-E, recycle. <laughs> conserve. I can't I, spell conserve. Don't you P-O-L-L-U-T-E, pollute the river scars here, else you're going to get yeah. what you deserve. Yeah. And spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. Yeah, all those classically good uh, songs. Yeah, they had some good numbers on there. That was that was a kind of a, a nice little change in pace. I always love like one thing I like about Family Guy is the music they put in. I, I'm a sucker for working music into cartoons like that, so I always love when they do that kind of stuff. Yeah, but oh, man, Philbert, his lucky, his obnoxious, obnoxious, spin the lucky, yeah. lucky meal episode is probably one of my favorites because it's just he's he's Woody Allen. He's not oh, very I can see good. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just not good at anything. Would you say he's I... Woody Allen or would you see he is uh, like a just a Jewish stereotype, over the top Jewish no, stereotype? No, he's a he's a Woody Allen. He's a Woody Allen? Yeah, Fair it's enough. it's there's a lot of stuff in there that's like Woody Allen. Well, there's one episode we popped in the disc last night and there was uh, when he's And the smelly swamp will dine on and he's the lounge singer episode. Yeah. And there's the part where Rocco says, You you're really good, you need to sing first. She goes I'm, I'm just thinking about it. I'm breaking out in hives. His <laughs> skin turns red and just turns all yeah. bumpy. He's like, I need my, I need my ointment. And I then that's the scene he's right and putting the ointment on his arms. <laughs> Heifer. Oh, the, great, the craziest cow ever. Tom Kenny is one of my favorite voice actors ever. Well, so. a lot of these voice actors, like Tom Kenny, you said he went on to do like SpongeBob. Yeah, and, he's he's SpongeBob. And I believe Filbert ended up being Plankton. So like, yeah, it's Mr. Lawrence. Yeah, like I'm, I, I'm always voice acting is always something I feel like, oh, that'd be a fun job to do. So I always like hearing like, oh, well, so and so is all these characters, and so and so is all these characters. Like, man, it's it's a field that if you can get in and really knock it out of the park, yeah, you can do that kind of stuff forever. And if you ever go to a convention, you're like, of course I was Filbert, but I'm also Plankton. I'm also this character and that character. They're like a person like Billy West, or if the comic cons were a big thing, like yeah. Mel Blanc back in the day, that would have been like, man, you could go up, you know, theoretically you could see him 50 times and not see all of every character you love of his. Yeah. Cause he's just that diverse. Yeah. And if I were to go to a convention, I would seek out the, the voice actors cause they do like, do multiple oh, works that's what yeah. i really like would want it i'd rather get uh their autograph or the writer's autographs rather than like a live action show sure. like i'm really into walking dead i wouldn't really want to line up that's a long wait 
the, there's certain the actors popularity of that, I would go up like, for autographs. And there's, there's really only two like main really popular actors on that show. That's sure. that's it. Like <laughs> Andrew Lincoln and uh, what's his name. Norman Reedus. That's well, it. Those are the most popular actors. There ever. was a, there's a voice. I watch voiceover videos every once in a while. And I, I forget the guy's name. I feel bad. But the guy who plays Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I lost it. You just killed me. What's wrong with you? Pinky in the Brain. Anyway, I guess he played Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the what, series that started in like 87 or 88. Yeah. And they're currently doing a new series. And somehow just through circumstances, and obviously he's very talented. They said, Oh, Maurice LaMarche. That could be him. Yeah, it's him. And uh, they said, well, we don't want you to be Raphael, but we'd like you to be our Donatello. Yeah. And it's like, that's got to be such a surreal experience to be like, not only am I doing a Turtles cartoon, but I'm Coming doing it back. again. <laughs> and now when I go to like fan conventions, fans of Turtles, I'm the original Cody Fingers Raphael, and yeah. now I'm the current Donatello. Like, he spans the gambit now because uh-huh. he's an original and a current. Like, that's got to be a real surreal that's experience true. as yeah. like a... Uh, as a performer, to be like, I, I span, you know, 30, 40 years of, of turtledom, you know, <laughs> turtledom. of turtledom. But I can't believe that it's 2014 and turtledom is a new word. Turtledom. turtledom. I guess that'd be 20, 30 years of turtledom, not 40. I got over it. Yeah, you got a little, I got calm down. <laughs> it's so long. Put the boner away. Calm down, White Kong. Ah, That was me putting, putting away. things away. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, Rocco, there's uh, just so many, like the adult jokes are, just it's just a great show there. because it did such a good job of doing kid and adult jokes. Yeah. And that's why it's a good my blend favorite. of them. Yeah. And I feel like that's the key to the, a lot of the nineties cartoons. I feel like really embodied that concept of like, look, we're going to make these subtle jokes for the adults we'll so the they line. can laugh. We'll tell the line, but we're going to still have them do outrageous stuff that the subtle jokes will just go over the kid's head. The parents will laugh. But here's all the physical shtick and the you know the regular yeah. craziness that the kids will laugh at. And, and they enjoy. they always had good physical shtick animated in that show. It, was, it reminded me of Buster Keaton, kind of like over the top physical shtick. There was an episode. Uh, well, Rocco wants to be like a jackhammer, like, yeah. like his hobby. And this is another one of those great like sight gags where um, they're trying out like uh, all the jackhammers at this jackhammer convention. And there's a little trial area. There's a little pin where you can, like, a pen where you can try a bunch of stuff. stuff. And uh, the sign says uh, something, something or other, jack all you want. Yep. And it's one of those, like, bravo. Joe Murray. Bravo, animators, for going, like, we could put another visual gag in here. (laughs) We can do a jerk-off joke. Oh, really? It was, like, to me, that seems like the show that's, like, all right, what's going to get us canceled? All right, that's going to get us canceled. We'll do that juggle right below. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so this one is is over the line. One step before the line. Roll with that one. Yep, yep. And it's just, it happened so quick. And I love the meta jokes. Like, I think even the episode we watched last night, uh, they're doing the tour of Big Head Studios. Yeah. BS. Yeah, studio. bullshit. Bullshit. Hollowood. Hollowood. Get it. And uh, they see like, oh, this is the room for the animators. And they open the door yeah. and go, this is the scene where Rocco and Heifer and the tour yeah. guide come in and like, oh. Wrong show. Close the door and I was like, ah. That's the show that they're on. It's like, it's like in Spaceballs, when will then be now? <laughs> then will be now. Movie. Right now. Yeah. But then. Then will be now. What about right now? That's then. <laughs> when will then be now? Soon. Soon. <laughs> There's also a, an episode where uh, I guess... Uh, uh, Ralph Bighead needs to make another show yeah. via his contract, so he hires 
uh, Rocco, Filbert, and uh, Heifer, because yep. he wants the show to bomb. And they do Wacky Deli Land. Yes. Talking cheese. Wacky Deli Land. Wacky, Wacky Deli Land. And it's um, the cheese. The salami. Um, the salami. And Betty Baloney. Yeah. Something like that. I'm Betty Baloney. I'm Betty Baloney. And the animatics are, are so back. So I don't know what they're doing. And yeah. I am the cheese. I am the cheese. I am the most important character. <laughs> I am the most in- and the and the ratings just the executives love it. And it starts getting all these critical awards and said, Oh no, we overexposed the film. Aired anyway. No, but they won't be it. Aired it. New record setting by showing exposed film. And he's like, just show a jar of man haze for the full episode. Yep. And they do that and they're like, Mayo sweeps headlines and and he's like, oh. and it just paints this great picture because I'm sure they went through this kind of stuff in yeah. the animation field, like not trying and just doing well. and finally Ralph goes, You know what? People do love the show, and I'm going to give him a good show, and he wants to do this big, elaborate, like, it has music like that, kind of has a Fantasia feel to it. Yeah. It airs for, like, 30 seconds, if that. It's like, show canceled. <laughs> and I was like, wow, all right. Yeah, that's life, man. That's life. Even in the tour of Big Head Studios, they make that joke like, and finally the merchandise, the lifeblood of the animation process. <laughs> you can just tell someone was writing, like, I'm just writing shit that happened earlier today. Yeah, it's... I'm not even using my brain to think of this. This happened at breakfast. This is literally, that is literally the reason why there's no Green Lantern cartoon anymore. The toys mm. did not sell. They canceled the show. I believe that. So, and like, I didn't, that was, that's a recent show. So we're going to bleed kind of into the new life. Oh. It's just a recent, it was a recent show on Cartoon Network. I liked it because I like Green Lantern and it was, yeah, it was like the, computer animated yeah typical ultra smooth characters thing but it was just a different kind of superhero that we could see on tv other than batman because batman played so well for so long i just get sick of it on tv honestly batman and robin a film that i think is bad but does it's not as bad as people say this the reason i love that is they marketed it to me when i was a kid and that had a whole toy line i was all over that yeah. toy line. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I need the silver Batman with this thing, and I need the, the regular Batman that does this, and I need this figure that has this variant or this extra yeah. weapon. I had, like, a the last Batman toy I got, I don't I don't have anymore because my mom sold them in a garage sale. Like, thanks, Mom. I only wanted Jerk. that as an adult. It was, like, a Sub-Zero Batman mm-hmm. for, like, the animated series. Okay. And it was, like... Uh, gray and ice blue it was so cool i it was my favorite batman toy ever and then i had to get rid of it because i was growing up i got a somewhere in my parents house is uh, this is still back to the 90s <laughs> yes somewhere in my parents house is a bunch of old Ninja turtle toys Ooh. and i gotta i think i know where they are and i'm like i gotta go digging for those yeah, one you day do. and see see what i got see yeah what cool you, things i well, have your, there. your dad keeps bothering you and get your shit out of the house yeah so now I gotta you do it your sne- own house. You gotta do it soon, though. I gotta do it sneaky so he doesn't start going, well, if you're gonna take that box, take these boxes. Like, no, no, just the one. You moment. know what's worse? He's retired now. I know. So you're fucked. But he never goes in that basement. Anyway. <laughs> so Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> Good show. If you are if you weren't a 90s kid, check it out. Um, I think months back, I bought the complete series, which I think is like four seasons, give or take. Yeah. Uh, for like 30 bucks. It's worth the buy. The good, good adult slash kid show. This is Media Mayhem, ELT's personal commentary on today's most relevant movies, TV, music, and anything else creating a buzz in our fast-paced, media-dominated world.
speaking of adult slash kid shows, this is segueing into our media mayhem segment. Yes. Next. Uh, Mr. Zach Attack Allen introduced me to a new show, and that show, it's anything but regular. Yep. But regular show. It is the regular show. Not irregular. Regular. Not irregular show. Regular, like my bottles. Regular show. And uh, if you're not hip to this, it's a Blue Jay and a Raccoon. Mordecai and Rigby. Rigby. Hanging out, working for the park in the local town. Their Comedy boss is a talking twos. gumball machine, yeah. so that should set the stage for what is, quote, real and, quote, fake. Yes. But they have a lot of jokes like, we're 23, we can't just be wrestling in our bedroom anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Come on, man. It's it's basically late teens, early 20s, like, lazy, lazy young people yeah. kind of humor. But, like, anyone that's been in the workforce to some degree, whether it's late teens, early 20s, goes... Oh, I've had a boss like that, or I remember oh, yeah. wanting to slack off and do yeah. this, but I had to do, like, they try to buy, I've only seen the first couple episodes, but they, they try to work overtime to buy concert tickets, and they have, like, they have no money for anything, but, nope. they're like, but we need concert tickets, like, yeah. that should not be your priority right now, but they're immature 20-something, pri- yeah, that's so. priorities as a, so, as a fist bump, fist bump, fist bump, oh, yeah, and, uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a funny show, uh. It starts off absurd. My understanding is it only gets more. It gets absurd, but once again, it's one of those shows that has those nice adult jokes. Where yeah, you... this is this is clear. It's in the vein of Rocco, where they have to dial it back a little bit. Right, it's not the nineties anymore. Yeah, it, the premieres are on at like six o'clock at night, so yeah. they got to dial it back just a just a hair. Yep. I, people are always like, "Well, it's not like Rocco." And it's like, "Well, you." Have it's to not like Rocco, yeah. but it's it's in the vein. It's in the, yeah. It's in the same thematic feeling of Rocco. Yeah, it's crazy stuff happens. There's a whole added element of uh, otherworldly presence that is pretty crazy. It's a bird and a raccoon talking with a talking gumball, a Sasquatch, a Frankenstein-looking thing, and a high-five ghost. Yeah. That's your cast of characters. And a lollipop man. I haven't seen the lollipop man (laughs) yet. Pops. Oh, Pops. He looks like a lollipop. He does look like a lollipop. See? My girlfriend calls him the, the lollipop man sometimes. Fair enough. Where's the lollipop man? Where's the lollipop man? There's an episode where they see him ass naked, and that's pretty. That's pretty intense. <laughs> well, well, even even some animation things like I kept looking at uh, Benson, who's the talking gumball yeah. machine, and it took me to like three episodes. I'm like, I know why I'm thinking like, why does he look older to me? He just looks older. I'm like, oh, they've kind of the gumballs all kind of look like they're one color. Yeah. And um, they basically made the outline that looks like his beard. I'm like, that's why I think Benson's older. Yeah. Because it looks like he has a beard, but it's really just the gumballs. And because they have absurdist characters like that, they get to slide in. Benson's going to lose his balls when we do this right. Beat, beat, beat. His gumballs are just going to go flying. Like, oh, someone was like, ball joke. Got it. Check. Yeah. Yeah. And the montages. I've only seen, I think, one of the montages. It was a good one. The montages... Just they're just on point. They've got the '80s hair music. Someone said it's just we want crazy. we want to be able to play this song for a long time, and someone finally was like, "I see what we're doing here. I like it. Here's here's the check." Yeah, it's this, and then their other their other kind of fantasy show, Adventure Time. They premiered around the same time, and they pretty much have carte blanche do whatever they want. <laughs> I've only they're, seen a little bit of money Adventure makers. Time. They're the money makers. I think I would like regular. I think I've only seen like one, maybe two episodes of Adventure Time, and I don't feel like it has the same uh, adult humor, but it has kind of high concept stuff. Yeah, like there's only one human because the war of candy or whatever. 
um, yeah. desolated part of the world. So, like, it has high concept stuff that if you're, like, watching this, you're like, oh, this is fallout from a, an, a, a war. Yeah. Like, that's why this world is like this. This isn't just, like, we're crazy. It's like, this is fallout from, like, a nuclear, potentially nuclear war. Yeah. Like, it's and got high concept stuff in there. They're very different. They are very different. And you can get served by them in what you like. You can watch one show for this aspect and watch regular show. Sure. For the zaniness. If you just like, I just want to laugh, and these guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> That's really like... Well, and at some point in all of our lives, we've all had a Mordecai or a Rigby friend. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're just going to go by the book, right? And then your friend comes in and messes it up, and you're like, <laughs> damn it, Rigby! Now I have to clean this mess up! You son of a bitch! Like, come on! Exactly. So we've all had friends like that. And we've all, at some time, been the friend that mess something up and then the other friends go like really yeah really we're in this together now asshole thanks a lot <laughs> and there's a the bunch of baby ducks episode is probably one of the better ones that they've made oh yeah and they basically find these ducks and they copy it and mimic them everything and they try to like psych them out by punching in into their face and they're not even flinching they're like rigby's like check it out they're not even flinching and it's just it's crazy, and then uh, uh, later on, this duck hunter essentially comes and tries to steal them for their feet and their pelts. Yeah, this is where it gets to be like, this isn't really for like little kids. Sure. I know little kids that watch this, and it's like, you don't get this at all. This duck hunter comes and to get them, and like they hurt. Well, Skips almost dies in an episode. Yeah. He gets he, turned to dust almost. Yeah, he hurts the duck's mother. And they turn into the super duck Megazord thing Fantastic. and just fry the shit out of him by like slicing him down the middle and he blows up. It's amazing. I'll have to check that episode out. <laughs> just keep watching. It's going to be great. I will. I probably will keep watching. Honestly. And they're all, you know, you can watch. It's that. 11 minute episodes. There's like, I think 40 on Netflix. Because Netflix is the first two seasons. I've seen yeah. like five. I would put that show on every once in a while and watch yeah, it. Yeah, just if you need a nice, light, comedic break, it's, exactly. it's great. It's <laughs> In between your Breaking Bads or your Game of Thrones, put yeah. on a little regular show. Yeah, I mean, why not? Why? You're wasting your not. time if you're not. It's just regular. That's me just in. a regular show. I think that's all the time we have yeah. this week for Degenerate Minds. We're not going to do Play-Doh food. What are you, stupid? Maybe stupid some other people. time. Maybe some other time. Stupid. But, uh... I hope you guys enjoyed our animation domination episode. Maybe we'll do another one. We'll think yeah, of three I mean, more animated shows. Of, we could even do Adventure Time. And we, we could. Sit down and actually watch that for once. Truth. Hope you guys enjoyed. Words of Wisdom. Words of Wisdom. I um, let it off last time. You did. taking a pee break. So, <laughs> true. not drinking a whole bottle of vitamin true, water. True, true. It felt really good after a night of having a couple beers. So True. My advice, I guess, would be... If you hear about a show, at least watch the first two or three episodes. And at that point, if you're really on the fence, consider stopping, consider powering through. But uh, it's an interesting time for television. Yes, it is. There's a lot of... There's a lot of good, bad, and in the middle. Cable has gotten really good. Like, we're not talking, like, premium. We're talking, like, regular cable-ass this television. Is a, this is a good time to be a TV and movie fan. Yes, very good. And my other word of advice would be www.eltproduction.com. Check it out. My word of advice, keep your pills in one pocket, keep change in the other. That's Don't all the time we that. got. See you guys next time. Congratulations! You've survived your journey through the minds of degenerates with your hosts, White Kong and Terror Zactyl. ELT Productions produces all original content. 
Like us on Facebook and look out for our next edition of ELT Productions, Degenerate Minds.